to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check waifu waifu Montel Is that you? 210 We here What's happening? This is episode 210 Of my check waifu waifu As always It's brought to you by Lou Complex Don't talk shop It's also brought to you by Patreon.com Slash Mike check waifu waifu Go to Patreon.com Slash Mike check waifu waifu To get early access To the video versions Of the podcast Access To the after story Our conversational Exclusive Patreon Podcast As well as it access to our reacts um read-alongs and watch-alongs as well uh funny enough we just dropped a new after story the app the after story 63 um i just uh i titled it unquantifiable in the uh damn what did i t- title the other i'm gonna find them titles for you because it's pretty good um yeah unquantifiable in the in trainer breakdowns so it's a great episode, very educational episode. Um, Tell is dropping gems that you normally would have to pay for, but he's doing it for my sake. Uh, so, <laughs> if you got exclusive access to our uh, exclusive podcast, The After Story, get that knowledge. Um, I think you'll be a little bit smarter, or you might be just dumb with us and enjoy the conversation anyway. It was fun. We talked about space and 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 shit. And like I said, Tell Tell was helping us, uh, helping me with with some trainer stuff. So check out the after story, and then also check out our solo leveling trailer two reacts. It was the first time we watched that solo leveling trailer two. Fucking phenomenal, phenomenal trailer. Go check that out. We discussed a lot. It's a thirteen minute video of us discussing the trailer and what we think um, as people who read the manga going into the show. Shout out to the Patreon producers, Dre the Goat G, Johnny from Shogo High. Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture and Show Go High. Explicitly, Monique Williams and Nachi, thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We truly appreciate you. Um, also, episode 216, 216 of My Check Wife for Wife will be a live streamed episode on YouTube. We'll be streaming it on YouTube, so make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. The link will be in the description of this video on a YouTube video, obviously, as well as the uh, podcast page um, via my check Okay, tell so, out of all the rigmarole stuff is out the way. How you feeling? <sighs> all right, man. Hear me out. This, you this say, is- hear me out one more time. This this is a, a little, <laughs> little nonsensical when I say this. It's not really nonsensical. It just it was it was a bothersome thing for me. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I had a weed that grew up out of nowhere, and it basically a was dandelion. Of, it it was something like that. It, it grew up about to the the size of my fence in a matter of like a week, two weeks. So I think that's the last time I cut because we got the little little side of the house that we go on, and that's 
where the AC and stuff is. It's real hard to cut grass over there because I got to lift the lawnmower over the AC and stuff. Oh, it's God, yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Um, so this weed in a matter of like two weeks or whatever shot up about six, seven feet tall. I'm like, wow, weeds are the worst. Um, tried to get back to the cut it. Uh, <laughs> grass or the weeds that, that are around it were so thick, basically, that the lawnmower used up all this battery because I have an electric lawnmower. Gotta wait till tomorrow. And that just goes to tell you, that's just part of my thing is I hate when I have to put things off until tomorrow, bro. Mm. I hate, I hate it. I wish I could have just got it done today. It was too thick for the weed whacker. I did cut it down with the uh, hedge trimmers and things like that, but I couldn't get like the root out. So it was irritating. I got a but, major issue with what you're telling me right now. What's happening? How the fuck you got an electric lawnmower? I didn't actually buy it. I didn't buy it. My, uh, my oh. mom bought it for us. Oh, well, can't, like, can't be free then. Never all, mind. <laughs> all, all of our neighbors, all of our neighbors have them too. So everybody got electric lawnmowers. They're so yeah, bad. Except for this this old dude who house was born made in like 1920. Uh, he ride, he ride around his uh four wheel seated lawnmower cutting mm. everybody on his side of the street grass. Mm. So we, we we trying to get like him. Yeah, no, I would never ever in my life, ever in my life, be using all the electric lawnmower. We tried that one time when we had that house in Maple. And my mom was like, yeah, no, we're taking this shit back. And she bought a gas one. It, it just don't, the issue is it's not even the fact that it's electric because it has a really nice features for it to be electric. It just isn't as strong. You know what yes, I mean? exactly. I think for them to make an electric lawnmower that is as strong as a gas one, they got to put, it's got to be bigger. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you got, and I don't know if, from what I noticed from walking around here, uh, at least in the city of, of Houston, is that the grass is fucking thick, man. It's thick and hard and and Dump dry as hell. It so, dries in the instant. Yeah, so using a, a, a an electric lawnmower seems like it'll be a, a tougher job than just buying a gas one and just boom, cutting it like butter. Yeah, the, the electric one dry for me, though. I, I just press the button and it just pull itself. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, most of them. Most gas ones have that too. What am I thinking? You little, I don't know. I just ain't had a gas in a little while. It's like a little bar that you press down on and it and it wheels up for you. That's the one we had in Maple. It was, it was, it was nice. Yeah. It was real nice. But we, that was a lot of yard we had back then. That's that's also true. Because <laughs> we had that we had that side by the garage and then we had the front yard and then we had the side by the street because we was on the corner. She was awful. I hate cutting that grass. Anyway, oh, because you lived on the corner, yeah, you mm -hmm. definitely. Your yard was mad curved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was awful, man. Yeah, More yeah. grass than anything else. And, and the issue for me in Maple was that we had to, and when I cut the grass in the back, I had to push it up up the hill. That small hill, yeah, that hill was a yeah. asshole and then too. The neighbors had a, a whole bush slash tree back there that was flowing over into our yard, so I had to cut that. Mm. All the time, I was like, "Man, this is this is the worst." All right, I'm I'm good though. I, I'm, I'm real good. That, that was just a, a little deviation. But I don't yeah, miss y'all work though. I don't miss y'all work. Um, I mean, maybe I will when I get a house. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good too, man. I'm 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 feeling good, dude. I listen. After what I told you this morning was real. I'm like, dude, when you told me what to do, I'm like, okay, I did more than you initially told me because you were taking a little bit to respond, and so I'm already in there. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna just do them. So I did like fucking ridiculous amounts of sets of stuff I shouldn't have. So you said, you said how many hammer crows did you tell me to do? Let me see. Probably uh, five sets of eight. Five sets of eight, yeah. I ended up doing like five sets of like 12. That's and I just, fine. And what kept happening was I kept, I started off at uh, 
a heavier weight and it was just it was too much and I just went down five and then I was mm-hmm. good. And um but I was just about when you said when you gave me the amount of sets, I'm like, shit, well perfect. Cause I was just done with everything else that you gave me and I was doing the bicep curls to failure. And it was feeling pretty good, man. I'm every every fucking day I look in the mirror, I'm like, this shit is crazy seeing the difference. Mm-hmm. The, the major difference. It's just it's just motivating me to get up and, and want to do more. So I'm looking forward to whatever you give me tomorrow. Let me get them sets with whatever you give me tomorrow, like in tandem, so I can so I can do it all at that at that once. What time are you working on in the morning? You working on in the morning? Yeah, it's pro- probably around like the same time I did today, like nine. All right, cause I'll be up at five working out. Sundays I normally don't work out, so I, I wasn't up yet working out. I was just chilling. So tomorrow I'll probably be done working out by like six thirty, seven o'clock. Just and te- and just text me whatever you got for me to do. Yeah, I'll send you what you need to do. I'm, I'm, make, I'm gonna make it leg day. So Already did leg day. What do you mean? For two days who, ago. Two days ago, your legs recover. So for y'all, two who, days uh, ago, and then I walked twenty thousand. You gotta walk anyway. You're a human being. Yeah, but I, I gotta walk about ten though. You told me ten is the daily. Mm-hmm. But twenty thousand is is that's just a, a stepping stone. Next week is twenty five thousand. Hmm. I see. Keep the numbers going up, Polo. I hope the fucking treadmill work. Oh yeah, that's that was that's a problem, cool. man. I was like, Great. I'm running out of places to walk, and I just fucking kept walking around in circles in my house. Fuck it. <laughs> Ten miles on a treadmill to do it too. Ten miles. I'm probably gonna try it on the incline too. Anyway. Oh my god, he's trying to die. All right, <laughs> this is an anime podcast. This is an anime podcast where we talk about um. This is Mike Check Wife Foo the anime podcast where we talk about seasonal anime. Um, topics from that as well as uh, other stuff. This week is the the last week was Summer Anime Eve. This is Summer Anime Christmas. It's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's here and it's in full throttle right now. Um, everything is out. There's uh, what's two more shows or so that isn't out yet that's coming out next week that we could touch on next week, but Right now, everything that we we had set for planning is out for us mostly, including our sleepers, both of our sleepers. So we got um, we got those to talk about. We are going to spoil every episode one of things. So every new show that's episode one, we're just going to spoil just to give you like uh, the overall vibe of what the show is to see if you will want to add it to your list or not and join us and watching it on a weekly or if it's something that you may want to binge later. That's what this episode is about, basically. It just help you figure out your summer list for 2023 anime. Um, so, Tell, where do I want to start? Let's start with episode of the week, I guess. That's, yeah, that's very important. Uh, goodness gracious. Um, it's too much. Uh, I'm gonna go with um let's let's do this. Let me modify and make it a little bit easier for you. What was the biggest surprise for your episode of week? The show that surprised you the most. Uh, I would have to say <laughs> hear me out. I kinda hate you a little bit for this. Maybe the most surprised was uh the Dream Boy is a realist. Mmm. But also, I think the Dark Gathering had a, had a really solid first episode as well. If you're into horror or 
like spiritual, mm-hmm. I guess, anime. But those two, Dark Gathering and the the Dreaming Boy is a realist. I, I, that caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, I guess you don't know how to pick one because that's, that's just what you do. I never do. But I'm going to have to say... My biggest surprise was a uh, classroom for heroes. Mm-hmm. So, and again, this is the biggest surprise. I mean, it was the best. So this is an episode of the week type of week. This is just the biggest surprise. So classroom of heroes, it was fantastic. Um, before we get into all of that, though, tell the, the spring season is finally completely wrapped up 100 percent. And last yeah. week we didn't do this, but this week we are going to do this. You got to tell me, man, what was your show of the spring? Now that one of your favorite shows is finally wrapped up and spring is completely done. Tell's favorite show for spring 2023. Oh, it doesn't no. have to necessarily be the best. Just your favorite. Uh, man, the first, the, only, the first one that comes to mind is, is definitely Insomniacs After School. <laughs> but it's also the freshest one in the mind. Um... So, did you like the way it wrapped? Did it finish up and, and rap to still be your favorite? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be fair because also I'm thinking about stuff like Hell's Paradise because I love the way Hell's Paradise wrapped. And I know we talked about that last week. Um I'm trying to think of like what was the best rap, and I kind of your favorite, not the best. Just your I know favorite. I'm I, that's what was solidifying it for me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Insomniacs after school. Perfect. See, and there you go. That's a, it. Ain't gotta be. You don't gotta think of what's the absolute best or worst or whatever the case may be. My my favorite was the Galaxy Next Door. It was. It's just that simple. It was. It was the most refreshing, most fun I had watching. It was. Great cast of characters that I absolutely adore. While Hell's Paradise is probably the best, in my opinion, maybe. I My favorite was A Galaxy Next Door. It was too good. It was too, too good. Apparently, the dub is done, according to Twitter. So, a lot of people, if you, if you guys are into adult slice of life, check it out. You would absolutely love that show. I can guarantee you that. Um, it was fantastic. That was my episode of this. I mean, that was my show this spring, for sure. Now... To get into the summer, man. The surprise for me this week was Classroom of Four Heroes. Now, Classroom for Heroes is very fucking generic. Okay. Very generic. But it's generic in the way that I'm in I'm invested. And it's and it's again, it's nothing special, man. It's it's again your typical fucking what was the Shivery of a Fell Night kind of show or or a regular magical high school, an OP uh, OP character in the school. Yeah. Um who essentially try to um, to just survive to, to to get along with people? Now his his motivations are a lot different than uh, other characters like this. He just wants to become friends because he is actually the former hero who um, essentially destroyed the Demon King. And the the beginning of the show is them the 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 hero and the Demon King fighting each other, and, and it is perceived that they kill each other. But he comes back with like um, with a part of his power suppressed, it seems. And he's uh, going to an academy where he's well, academy for heroes, essentially, where there's a bunch of different people trying to become the next hero. 
but he's just there to literally make friends, even though he's essentially the hero himself, which not many people know about yet. So he, he kind of it, it kind of goes through the antics of him just becoming this weird, very openly extroverted guy who's trying to become friends with literally everybody in his academy, including one of these uh, girls who's considered the flame, the empress. The empress is uh, someone who is, isn't approachable, who doesn't have actually any friends whatsoever. She's just considered like one of the strongest in the entire school. And he ended up um, becoming friends with her in a very strange and peculiar way. Very good show. Kind of, I didn't think it had the edgy tag when I saw it on Andy List, but it kind of got some etch in it. Um, a little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit of it. It's very not, it ain't distasteful etchiness yet, so. So far, so good in that particular uh, aspect of the show, but the show is very interesting. I'm, I like the Blade character so far. I like the character who he assists, the Empress herself. Um, I enjoyed this one a lot. It was a big surprise because I'm like, whoa, this is actually good. That, and that's why I wanted to uh, make it my my surprise this week because I'm like, I literally sat here out loud and said, whoa, this is actually good. <laughs> so. And, and everything you said, I 100% agree with. And I kind of feel like that's why I'll settle on the Dreaming Boy is a realist, right? Oh, God. We're going to save that, save that for later because that's my sleeper. So let's save that. We can save that for later. But I'm telling you, I got some stuff I want to say about that because I feel like uh, I love that character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what about another episode one that you watched? Uh, you was just talking about... Um, one that that rang a lot of bells, but Reign of the Seven Spellblades. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is also very much so, uh, essentially about the the characters in that Sugar uh, of a Fell Knight kind of world. That it seems, from what I've seen so far, it doesn't seem like a. What, what would I say? It, it doesn't break away from those generics that we talked about that you just recently talked about very much at all. Funny. But <laughs> you said what? I said, yeah, that's funny because it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't. But it still has like a, maybe because it's, it's recognizable, it's kind of a inviting still. But I'm not going to say it's like something that's amazing right out the gate, but it actually looks solid. Um, very not pretty. like Yeah, it's not like I'm, I'm saying this blown its way, but it is, it actually looks good. And uh, the main character, Oliver Horn, actually seems like a decent enough main character to, to keep him, to keep, keep interest for a bit, to at least give it the, the three episode rule to check it out. Yeah, uh, definitely giving this one, uh, the saber, sorry, this dog started chasing his tail. Uh, definitely interested. The beginning was very, I don't know, it, it does the thing that all these, all of these shows have to do, and that's give you the exposition dump via school teachings like the the imp uh the um headmistress which is fucking beautiful by the way me and rob j was talking yeah. about her on twitter she's a gorgeous waifu um she's she kind of explaining what what this school is about but the initial introduction of the characters got to be i i mean it was extremely i just felt like it wasn't much there like at all yeah. which is cool it's, it's the introductory episode and i don't know Meeting the samurai girl, her her backstory. Yeah, meeting that samurai girl, her backstory seems like it will be interesting, but I got a feeling this won't stand the test of time. While as pretty as it looks, it's gorgeous. This might not make it 
only because if if they don't show us um what we're here for you know um that's how i feel about that one entirely agree that's why i said three episode rule is probably where it's gonna stay if it can get past that exactly but so far i'm definitely interested in watching next week um just just a little just a little side thing they throw in here ayaka i threw it off i I threw it away it's gone (laughs) Um, i am never watching that shit again yo that episode was not great yeah no I kind of want to. Um, I don't give up. Nope, that's not the. Keisha? I didn't mean to press that button. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to take this time to uh, to recommend one of our friends, our cohorts, our good buddies, Rob J. Okay. Um, I might add the antagonist sound in the back of this. I might not, but he <laughs> deserves it. He one hundred percent deserves it. This fucking vending machine show has to be one of the biggest waste of times I've ever watched in my entire life. Now, when I tell you it was the biggest waste of time, I couldn't, I can't even fathom the fact that I've even watched, I had to watch the whole thing because again, it was somebody that listens to the show who recommended it as a sleeper. So we got to give it a full try. I almost didn't finish the full episode. There was nothing about it. Absolutely nothing about it that was interesting good intriguing it has a 64 on the annie list which is a little too high it's awful it is an absolute <laughs> awful awful show it's uh, the show is called reborn as a vending machine and now i wonder the dungeon let that sink in it's a fucking vending machine and guess what that's all the show is about him being a vending machine him changing his product to match uh, certain situations in his first episode this fake ass Tifa from Final Fantasy comes and carries him to her hometown and tries to help uh, get sales or whatever whatever the case may be I don't know it's fucking stupid it's a terrible show um, definitely one of the worst shows I've watched probably <laughs> since um, what's that uh, what's that show that we negatively rated Oh my god, uh, I can't even think about it right now because I'm laughing too hard. I can't think about it right now. It was some Redeemer Lord retry or some shit like yeah, Demon Lord retry. retry. Exactly. It. it was that bad because again, I don't care about nothing that's going on here, and it it was mostly him just being a vending machine. I hate it. I'm mad that I even watched it. And Rob is literally saying his praises like he had the best. He said best episode this week. Reboard as a vending machine. Stop the fucking cap. Don't lie to our friends, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. I respect you, Rob. I hate to give you antagonist, brother, but I have to. I have to. Hear me out. Real ones let real ones know. That's a fact. Um, I'm I'm going to keep watching it. I'm actually going to finish it, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> I got to compare it to Reincarnated as a Sword. Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta compare it to Reincarnated as a Sword. And I'm gonna tell you, I already feel like Reincarnated as a Sword is gonna be a lot better, but it's just like, yeah, bro. Duh. I, I can't believe it. I feel like if you, it, I don't know, bro. It's, it's hard to redeem this. Uh, Rob J, we love you. Definitely. <laughs> this, this is a hard one to redeem, brother. I'm trying to think of ways it, it was subtle, I guess. I don't know. It, it, it was subtle. To ways yeah. To, to you praise for this one, but you gotta calm down on that. You gotta calm down, man. You gotta calm down because it's crazy that you are getting people to watch this like it's good. And you know what's gonna happen? 
It's gonna get a cult following. People gonna love it. Is people is you gonna make people believe that it was it was interesting to watch, and that's just not the fucking truth. It's you no know, objectively, subjectively, all of this shit, all of that, whatever the objective you want to consider it under. It's just bad. It's just a bad show, and that's okay. Bad show is uh, what was that shit that uh, you was watching? X arm, X arm, X arm, X arm. Bad yeah, show yeah. is bad show is X arm. So let me just let me just clarify. It's not a show worth watching. There, that's a better way of putting it. There's twenty something episodes, twenty one shows, almost thirty shows on the list of this summer season, and I guarantee you, this should not be one of them. That's all. Maybe bad is a, is, is too harsh of a term. So I'll give you that, Rob J. It's not a bad show. It's just not good. Does that mean the same thing? Probably. But <laughs> I digress. All right. Moving on. Can, I'm going to go to something that has a very similar rating, a 67% on Annalise, that I actually am not very... I mean, it's, it's an okay rating. Yeah. But I, I was bored in this first episode that I didn't even watch the second episode that also released. Um, liar, liar. You are bugging. You love it? I love it, bro. I absolutely nah. love it, bro. Talk to me. Tell me why you don't. I think the 67% is deserved. That's uh, almost a or, C. Or, or worse. Um, it, it just... <sighs> nothing about that was enticing for me, bro. You didn't watch the second episode, though. I didn't watch the second episode. The first one, first episode just seemed I was bored. They, that's that's I, your problem. I see, I see where, the, where they, they might be trying to go. Mm-mm, but I was like, don't. I'll watch the second episode next week. I got four days and nine hours until the next one. I guarantee you didn't see where it was going next if you watched that second episode. It's fucking crazy. It's actually insane. It's, okay. act, it's actually very enticing. Only because of the simple fact is I'm like, oh, so this is how you're going to spin this. But is yeah. he is he more? No, he he could literally not be more, and it could be the uh, what they call it, the company that that's making it more. You I gotta watch. Don't don't I you dare. This, bro. Don't you dare. Don't you dare <laughs> until you watch that second episode. I don't want to hear anything about your opinion until you watch the second episode because okay. it's, that's not fair. That's not fair at all because that first that's the reason why I believe they dropped the two episodes, to be honest, because that first yeah. episode didn't give you much of anything at all, at all until the second episode. And the second episode literally goes into what what it becomes. And it's like, OK, all right. Very intriguing. Very right. intriguing. And I, I, I like exactly what I predicted. I'm going to give it I'm, I'm going to give it a, sec, a second episode a chance and it's, then I'm going to come back and what did you predict? What I'm predicting is obviously he's lying about being bad at the games. I feel like that's obvious that he he's not really bad at the games. So it'll come around. Well, you're already wrong. Okay. Episode episode two solves that issue. So he he is bad at them. Cool. But either way, either way. Or he could be not. I mean, it could all be fake. But if you the as genuine as he is in what they do around him in that second episode, it's it's not as 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 predictable as you're thinking so far, at least. Okay. You gotta watch the second episode. It I, again, that's why I think they dropped both of them because that first episode was gonna do that to a lot of people, including myself. If it was just that, if it was well, just that, I, I probably would have dropped it. 
I was gonna say, what was that show you had me watch that was okay until the last three episodes? Oh, fucking. Um, when they had the first season, they had them in the in the woods or forest or whatever on the shit. island. But either way, it's 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 I'm I'm gonna give it a shot, but I think it's mad mediocre. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch it first. Um, next show I want to talk about is the girl that I, I like forgot her glasses. Beautiful. Um, it's 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 pretty when it's not moving. Because the problem with that show is I was literally getting motion sickness watching it. It was so it was overly done. Like it was okay. So this show is the show that created it. The guy that created this was the uh, animator for um, K. Everybody knows how beautiful K is with their camera movements and their the, the way it pans around the characters and stuff like that. It was beautiful, especially in the sense of uh, of that show because it was action based. This is purely a slice of life. And when I tell you the camera for the first, I don't know, yeah. 15 minutes, don't stop moving. It's a constant moving with all the, like this extremely like crazy, just pan as too, uh, pan as too perfect. And I guess it's hard to describe. Uh, imagine playing a, a game in VR and you're moving you're moving straight, but somebody tilts you. It like it it it, it offsets your equilibrium, and that's exactly what this show is doing to me as it, I was it watching. It doesn't have that feel of realism. That's what, that's what. It is. And yeah. I and I entirely agree with you because I did love some of the camera angles, but the way it was moving felt like it was yeah, it was like, just it wasn't real. Like, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful show to look at until it started moving. When it was moving, I'm like, oh god, I'm I'm getting sick. And then when it finally when the show got past like it's a little introductory of of you know how they when they do introductory they do a little music playing and kids walking through the hallways and and you know uh monologues playing and him talking about himself as a character and, and the character the girl he likes they were they were kind of like talking but that whole time the camera did not stop moving once and i was i was getting so sick and then the show started when he was sitting at his desk and he was just in class or when he was just I don't know, just talking to the girl and it was still, it was stationary. It was, it was one of the most gorgeous shows ever. It was beautiful. Um, very intriguing though. I almost forgot a lot about it until I was reminded that I was motion sick watching it. <laughs> so now you remember everything. Now that I remember everything that happened, which is, very, like which is very interesting because I, I love it so far. It seems super cute. Yes. Very, very, very cute. Uh, I love the main character's embarrassment when it comes to this. It's just a lot of like um, a lot of the stuff that we've kind of like distanced ourselves from within these recent seasons of anime. We've gotten like Angel Next Door and and Galaxy Next Door and More Than a Married Couple. It was more shit like that's not as. Oh, I'm, I'm timid kind of thing. You know what I mean? We kind of like escaped that when we were so, so used to having it. We escaped that for like three anime seasons straight. So now yeah. to have it again to where he's like super clammy when it comes to and super nervous around this girl. Eh, you know, I'm kind of like, did I miss it? No, I don't. I didn't miss it. Feels like regression almost. Yeah, like we regressed a little bit. But I'm I'm still down to watch it for sure. Yeah, it has a a a, a simplistic almost like a feel to it that makes you want to kind of keep watching it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
very simplistic. What you got? All right. Uh, did you watch the undead murder farce? No. Oh my god, bro! Hear me out. <laughs> I know you said if I say hear me out one more time, but hear me out. Man. <laughs> I'm getting uh-huh. my lawyers, and we suing you. <laughs> we got the same lawyers. Um, <laughs> Undead murder first, right? Uh, So it's about the Oni killer. And essentially this guy is half human, half Oni, which apparently how the Oni works is that it's it can kill any other monster. So if a monster has regenerative abilities, whatever, it kills him. So he's exactly half human, half Oni. And he is being used in more or less like a circus to to kill monsters and fight other things and that's just essentially what he's doing and over time what it is is the oni's power is basically killing him slowly or going to turn him into a full oni Mm. all right skip all the bs right there is another there's a person in this world who is a mortal who wants to die and when you get into this whole conversation and stuff like that it's so convoluted <laughs> and so much to it that it almost gets lost in the sauce. And I, I'm telling you, I feel like if you watch the first episode, you'll be like, ah, oh, this, this has some interesting facts to it. And you're like, but that's just too much. Like, mm. so the girl is immortal. She gets decapitated and they take her body. She hasn't seen her body for over a decade. Um, so he, she asked him to kill her. And he's like, okay, but I need something to exchange to extend his life because he doesn't want to actually fully turn into an Oni. His ambitions suck. They are, they are actually horrible ambitions. Wow. It, it's, it's not, there's so much about it that's just like, it's, this is not good. I'm going to give it a three episode rule chance because it has that kind of vibe to where it could turn around and be good. Mm-hmm. But it's not good right now, bro. That first episode did not. And and people could disagree with me, but this this does not seem like one of those uh, anime that's gonna actually do well. It's got seventy three percent, but I just don't think it's actually worth that either. Yeah, I just added it to the list, so I'm I'm gonna check out this first episode to see first and second uh, apparently to see if uh, I feel the same. Um, let me just talk about a show that returned, and that's um, Masamune Kun's Revenge. Season two. Mm. Holy shit, bro. It's just, I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna just say this. I have to go back and rewatch season one. What's great about this is that Masamune Kun's Revenge is coming out subbed and dubbed day one. So I'm gonna probably pause on Masamune Kun's Revenge and go back, go back and watch season one only because it was so much time that passed. Season one came out in 2017. That's when I watched it. Um, so where it picks up, it picks up right where that essentially left off with no other context. And I kind of forgot about everything that's happening until I'm slowly pelted with situationships that keep appearing that um, I totally forgot about. Like it's again, Masimune Kun Revenge, it was too good. It was way too good for its time in 2017. Highly slept on. And I'm glad that it's back because it was like, okay, I'm a, uh, season one was basically essentially, okay, I'm a, I got denied by the girl I, I confess my love to, 
I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to become the girl she falls in love with and then I'm going to deny her. That's essentially the, 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 the crux of this story. But it was all types of other characters popping up and I did this because of uh, because of her and and I actually love you. No, we we can't be together. All kinds of just crazy twists and turns that I forgot about until you watched the first episode. It's like, oh shit, wait. He was, <laughs> he was, she liked her. She confessed his love to him and he's like, no, but why did, but what? And it was just a bunch of that, like a bunch of trying to meet me trying to figure out in my mind what the fuck happened in 2017. It's 2023 now. So I'm going to put Massimone Kun's Revenge on pause and go back and watch season one and then continue season two because it's definitely worth doing because I haven't done it in so long. So I think that's one that's, uh, if, if, if you're down with slice of life shows with a very neat concept, check Massimone Kun's out. Revenge Out is both subbed and dubbed season one and then season two, like I said, it's simo dubbed. So you're in for a treat with that one. Montelli Main. Alright, so Studio Madhouse is uh animating anime that I'm interested in. Uh and another one that that it seems like it could go in a very I guess tricky direction. It's the gene of AI. You watched that one? Mm-mm. All right. So, oh, it's nice. We got a lot, a decent mix of stuff this yeah. season for sure. Um, so, the gene of AI is essentially about a, a more futuristic world where uh, AI have you know their own bodies and humans have their own bodies. You can tell them apart via their eyes and whatnot. And basically, because the AI has gotten to a point to where it is essentially identical to a living being, uh, they have different rules that you can't do. You can't duplicate somebody's brain. Or, or memory, right? So if an AI gets a virus, they have to do the worst. The most they can do is do a backup and they can return to like a previous, uh, you know, setting. But basically what it is, is that uh, what it breaks down is that when these AI get viruses or different things happen, um, they're not legally allowed to co- like clone their mind and say, boom, copy and paste, same exact thing. You can only do a backup. And these AI have gotten to the point where they, understand that when they do that backup that they're, that they're not the same person or AI as they are currently. Mm. So it's about that whole consciousness conversation. Uh, I feel like it might be too much for some people because if you look at the score, it's got a 66%. But I feel like this anime is going to have a very interesting like overall plot point. Do I think it's going to be for everybody? Absolutely not. Is it for me right now? Absolutely. So, so I'm I'm actually excited to keep watching it. Yeah, to to put it in perspective, the uh, the like because it when well, on Annie List, if you use AnnieList.co, it shows anime that is in similar, uh, basically sim- similar genres or similar story likes, and um, the shows that are similar to this one is Plastic Memories, which is a show I absolutely love. Another mm-hmm. one about AI that is way too way too good. Um, another one is Vivi Fluoride. Obviously, we already know how we feel about Vivi. Vivi is one of our goats. Right. And Ghost in a Shell, ID Invaded, Psychopaths. So many different shows and that are all so of those fire. Are real good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, definitely adding this to the list too. I'm surprised I didn't see this prior. Yeah, but I, I definitely. I, I, this is one of those ones where I can see why it got a 66%, but I don't think it deserves 66% based off this first episode. 
like it had enough there to be like this is better like this is a C or better you know what I mean so uh, I hope you watch it and you, you, you see what I'm talking about okay I'm looking forward to it Um, another one that that returned that came back was probably the internet's most hated anime and that's Rent a Girlfriend <laughs> Rent a Girlfriend season 3 I did not realize has such a hated base like it's hated so much which I can't even lie to you I completely understand why while I like the show um, I also hate the main character I still can't fucking stand this main character with every fiber of my being <laughs> that's reasonable <laughs> I understand too. Uh, mostly because he's completely. I don't know, bro. He's completely far fetched as a human being. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, ain't no, there's nobody that's this oblivious and, and daft. You know, that there's no way. It's not a possibility for anyone to be this simple. Yes. I don't. I, don't well, I love it. it for some reason. Like, some things about it I do love. Me too. I don't know what it is either. I can't. I can't not not watch it, but it pisses me off so much. Like I get it. Like I can't even complain at the fact that people hate it. It has a 68% average score. I get it, man. It's fucking, it's annoying. He's a, the most annoying character of all times, but the girls are fantastic. The, the situation is fantastic. I think it's the contrast to certain things like angel next door, galaxy next door. This is so much more messy, <laughs> yes. but like it's so much more messy, but less messy than super messy. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's not in the sense of domestic girlfriend messy. It's more so of just like cringe worthy messy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to use the word cringe, but I it bro, just bro got you cringing. Yeah. Like just fucking stop, man. Just stop. Just a, and, <laughs> not oh, the bash, not the bash man. our main character, but he had he had me cringing when he don't understand that the girl like him had me cringing when he just talked about how friendly women are, bro. Come on, are you are you stupid? Are you dumb? Uh, had me cringing when old old girl said she was gonna cook for him. Like it's signs out the wazoo for him to just not be a doofus, but. He he is what he is. I don't understand. I don't understand the the fact that he can't understand that you are. If you just act normal, I don't like. Is this maybe it's normal for him? But just act normal, you will be fine, man. You will be okay. But like, I, I don't even know though, because if you look at his friend group, look at his true. friend. No, group. you're right. You're right as fuck. Damn, I'm tripping. You're right as fuck. Cause they're all Friendship weird. Is worse than him. No, you're right. Then we got mommy chance fucking doing whatever the hell she's about to do. Consistently, she don't never stop. And then they throw old girl, new girl in the mix. Which <laughs> she seems like she won't be even slightly interested in him. But I can kind of see how they're gonna put that, put her on the path. Yep. It's 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 a lot of it's a lot of drama in this show. Even if it ain't like like messy drama, it's a lot of drama. Right. But like, why him? He's such a fucking terrible character. Like everything, everybody, he's a, everybody need love, bro. He's a hornball. He's a fucking cornball, corn and an absolute doofus. Actually, there's nothing. There's nothing redeeming about him. 
I mean, maybe maybe he's sweet in some weird way. I, I guess when you look at how he, how he like it, kind of wear his heart on the sleeve with um with what's her name and about this whole movie thing. So I guess that's sweet, but that's about it. Buddy was spending a hundred dollars on a date for somebody that he didn't think he was going to talk to after that date. I don't understand. Fucking weird. Very weird. All right, moving on. What you got? Uh, you kind of took me back there for a second. Um, you want you want to hit some of the heavy hitters? Let's yeah, let's go into. Um, wait, I'm, I'm sure there's one that I'm missing that wasn't a heavy hitter that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, my unique skill makes me OPA even at level one. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually fucking love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's why I said as soon as, I, as soon as you said, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be it. That's gonna. Uh, that's a good one. And um, <laughs> yo, it's funny how we, that's crazy. How we both like this. It's funny how we both like it. Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Hear me out. Analyst has it at a sixty three percent. Um, but it's not. I don't think it's deserving of that. And the reason being is because, again, I feel like whenever whenever me and Tell see something, I, and I, I'm speaking for Tell here, so forgive me if I'm wrong, Tell, he can correct me. But whenever we see something that's unique in the isekai space, we can't help but to be a fan of it. Now, again, we're not saying that this is a great show, but something about it we like because it's unique. Now, it's this guy, his office worker who passed away from doing his office job and working extremely hard 24-7. One of those um, taking advantage, kind of like Zom 100, he was one of those workers, but he died, okay? Um, so the thing about this one is that when he died, he, he, be, he reincarnated as a slime drop, which means if you're not familiar with how drops work is like whenever you're playing a video game and you kill a monster, they drop an item. He happens to be dropped as an item in this world with this young girl who's very low level, um, extremely strong. She just kind of farms the, the first level of this dungeon um, to, to earn, a, earn a living, to hopefully get her own place or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he comes into the world, basically finds out how the, the power system works and how levels work and stuff like that, and found out that this motherfucker is at level one and he cannot gain any levels. He's, yep, it's a, he's at his level cap. He's at his level cap. His level cap is one. But obviously there's something unique about it because my unique skill makes me OP even at level one. And his particular skill is because of the, how, the way this world works. The way this world works is that everything is obtained. There's no farming. There's nothing else. Everything is obtained only by drops by from monsters. So anything that you want to get in this world is obtained by a drop from monsters. His unique skill is an S rank. His Every stat for his drop rate is S rank. So he could be killing whatever and he drop he just drops the best item from that particular monster, which makes him then be able to make different month like different uh, amounts of money and, and and all kinds of shit. Like this OP magical seed that he's found and then in level two of this other in level one of this other dungeon. But I, when I tell you these two characters that we've met so far Technically three with the with the bunny rabbit girl at the end, but the two mm-hmm. characters that we met so far are the most charming, uh, sweet, and just very nice characters that you want to root for, and that's what I think it is that I'm I'm attached to is because I, I love to have somebody I want to root for. 
and I feel that, especially when uh, we get to a point in this episode where uh, he buys a house mm-hmm. and, and he's training super hard at the point that Polo's talking about where he got the seeds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that dungeon is a new dungeon that popped up, almost like some solo leveling kind of stuff. Right. And everyone is like, this dungeon is trash because we can't get any drops out of it, right? Because everything is important through drops. Um, so in that dungeon, he's the only one that actually gets drops and he's only on level one as far as we know for that dungeon. I'm, yep. There might be more levels to it. But we know that he was getting those seeds and he's the only one that gets HP from it. Now his HP stat is S level. Yep. Um, but he's still level one. Still level one. Uh, but what makes it what makes it cool was that after he did, he did all this training, he had been staying out for late nights and everything like that. The the girl that he met, you know, when he was the drop, essentially is like, you know, I like it when you're home, and and I can tell that you're tired. You got bags under your eyes and stuff like that. And he goes back. He has a little flashback of his life before he came here, and he's like, oh, maybe I should slow down a little bit. And that to me, I was like, yep, I'm so. Like I was already, I was already being so. I was already like, this is kind of interesting, cool. But then I saw that that human element and that emotional yes. part. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in this show. This show is it. Yeah, and it is again. It's very different than anything else you're probably going to hear from any other podcast. But this is this is why we do it. This is a show I can't recommend enough. If you like just pleasant, enjoyable situations, man, it's it's just. And it's different. Again, it's an isekai that's very different, very unique um, in the way it's doing things. But, um, yeah. What's next on your list? Uh, I was, like I said, heavy hitters uh, at this point. Let me make sure I, I, I didn't skip uh, anything. Oh, yeah. uh, The Great Cleric. Didn't watch it. Uh, another isekai. Um, probably going to be a no for me, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, our main character, he's a punk. Um, he chose to be a, a healer because he didn't want to uh, basically fight. Fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I get it, I guess. Um, the world seems to have an issue with corrupted healers, where healers heal for extreme amounts of money instead of just healing people for low cost, like one silver coin. They charge like multiple silver coins so we can i see an impossible issue here but it's like i don't know i feel like this is going to be uh an extremely boring version of redo of healer redo of healer not, not even close to that like it's it's not that not, kind of vibe not pharmacy uh, re- uh reincarnated as a pharmacist or something probably not even that hmm. i just yeah. don't I, i'm I, I feel like he's going to be an adventurer against his will Interesting. I can see that. I can see that. All right. Uh, and then let's go. Uh, Duke of Death and His Maid season two. I'm not going to go into any spoilers of that. First episode, fantastic. Great to have these characters back. I can't wait to see more of it. I'm thinking about letting it get dubbed and done, but um, I don't know. I kind of really like watching it. <laughs> um, and then let's go into your sleeper tale, your second episode of your sleeper. So try not to go into too many spoilers since it's the second episode. But how you feeling about it? I really like it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Good. Um, for those of you that don't know, we're talking about. Um, am I actually the strongest? There you go. Yeah, I really like it, bro. Um, Thought the main me. character, the main character is is like I said, he is kind of the selling selling point. But then you got the little sister, 
yes. and that, that whole interaction in this episode, I was just like, yeah. But it's the it's how he carries out his actions and stuff like that. Because you, this episode we saw like almost like a little twisted side of him. Like he was about to do some 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 angry stuff, but he calmed down. Uh, but yeah, this this is a, a great. I don't know, man. It's just I ain't gonna say it's great. I just really enjoy it. It just is what it is. Um, it's a nice idea of how like this Isekai can be done. Yeah, another situation where it was very unique and, and how it was presented. And this one, like the way, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the way he shows his old penis. Pause. Um, <laughs> is 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 intriguing, man. It's intriguing. I cannot wait to see the over the overarching underlining story behind everything that's going on with the uh, territory because this it seems to be way deeper than we even think mm-hmm. um, according to his uh, his papa. So I'm very interested to see where this where this where this one goes for sure. All right, and moving on to my sleeper, which is the first episode that dropped. Tell you said you had some stuff to say about this one. The Dreaming Boy is a realist, for those of you that don't know. is actually my sleeper for this summer season. Yeah. Um, so the reason that this was the most surprising one for me is that this main character, I love this main character. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, and the reason I love him is because <laughs> he had that realization in his brain that when I'm doing it isn't right, I should chill. Yep. And that, that whole sequence of things that happened when that ball got kicked and him realizing that was probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a show like this. Now, what's mm-hmm. cool about this is he's a, he's also an extrovert. And a, my favorite thing about it is that everybody knows how he feels. Like he doesn't where he, he everybody knows that he follows this girl around. He's in love with her. He's an absolute fucking de- head over heels for this girl. And then... When he has his realization, it completely changes up. Like, okay, so it basically it's about a guy who lo- who fucking loves his girl to no end. He essentially stalks her, but in a kind of playful way where it's not like creepy. But he stalks mm-hmm. her and follows her around and can constantly confesses his love to her. And she constantly turns him down and says, you know, no, 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 no. Eventually, while they're walking to school together, it's this soccer ball that gets kicked. And for some reason, it sends this... I don't know if it's like a dopamine release in his in his in his brain or something like that, to where he determines that what he's doing is unhealthy, not only for himself, but for her, not only for her, but mostly for himself, because mm-hmm. going after something he he's been told no to so many times has been that it does nothing to advance his life. So what he what you start to realize in this episode one is that he's doing everything he's trying to do everything he can to like kind of tell her, listen. I'm I'm about to be done with this. And it has like a little situation to where this one girl hears about this and because she breaks up with her boyfriend, she finds interest in our main character and he's like is like weird about it and whatever the case may be, but it it, it it just shows that I what I loved about it the most is that at one point <laughs> fuck it, this is going to get a little personal, but at one point this was me. And it wasn't that I couldn't get the girl. It was that I did everything. Um, I did everything to show that I wanted the girl, right? Mm-hmm. And 
And I came to the realization like, oh, why am I doing this? And I moved on. And then that's when she came to me like, what happened? I really, I thought we had something, it, but it was too late at that point. So, and and hear me out because this is essentially identical. But that's why I love this character as well because mm. I see I see myself in this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't I can't be that person who is constantly overextending. Like I'm willing to overextend absolutely for people I love, but it can only go so far before I feel like. What am I doing here? And like we we've had talks on this on after story about this about how time is the most important thing. Yes. And he's like, I'm wasting all this time being all in your face. And what I loved about it, what what to me was like real like dope, was the fact that he even afterwards he's like he's never once been like, no, I don't like her. Like he's never been like, I hate her. He's like, no, I still love her, and I would love to be with her. But this is what I can do from here because yeah. I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Because and, that I'm becoming and all that stuff. He's like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And you know what? It made me turn my lip up a little bit. What's that? Was the end. What right does she have to storm off and be angry at him? Forgiving her. Forgiving. Yeah. Forgiving her what she wanted apparently this entire time. Right. So now that the, this whole dynamic change and he's going to be just normal. Their, their seats are split apart now. So you ain't got to worry about them constantly being next to each other. He's about to be able to live his fucking life. And I think that's so fucking cool. Now, mind you, it's probably going to end up to where a situation to where she finally confessed to him and he's like all heads over heels or maybe not. I don't know, but I fucking love where this is going already. My sleeper picks are just I'm fucking I'm 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 goaded when it comes to this shit, apparently, because I, I haven't missed. I haven't missed. This one's fucking fantastic so far, though. This is probably one of my favorite shows outside of like the heavy hitters, you know? Yeah, yeah this is this is solid. Um, just so, just so y'all know, because this is coming up soon, actually. We are going to spoil and spoil the half of the uh, of the show. JJK, obviously, Bleach, and Jobless Reincarnation. I don't know what order yet, but those are the three shows we're gonna we're gonna spoil just to um just to bring that um. Up, I totally forgot there was another one that I watched called Tenporu, the Etchy one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Why, Why not good? Uh, it's a okay. So I'm, I'm just quickly explain it. It's about this guy who is trying to not become his father. Who's trying to live the way his father? Who's trying to live the opposite way his father has? His father is all about women. And basically trying to find and marry as many women as he possibly can break the heart of so many women. And his son is like, yo, I'm not going to be my pop. So he tries to avoid women at all costs until he meets this particular one. When he meets this particular one, he it's love at first sight. Now, with it being love at first sight, he's trying to find ways to to quell that that feeling, because, again, he's not trying to become his father and want to marry every every woman that he gets in contact with. So he goes to this temple and to try to become a monk and you know um the shaolin monks or whatever they aren't allowed to have partners or or basically do anything and does involve in women period they just mm-hmm. they're strictly religion so he goes to this temple and tries to do this come to find out that this temple was actually converted into a nursery so there is no monk there to train him it's just women because it's a nursery so with that being said 
now he's in this situation where he's like uh a bunch of fucking shenanigans into and now he's like okay i'm this is y'all a misunderstanding i'm gonna leave now thanks for your help so he starts to leave now and and then he introduces himself to one of the girls there because this is the first time that they even introduce themselves to each other after they spend like fucking hours going through shenanigans so after they introduced themselves and they're like wait so you're that guy meaning talking about his family name because of his father come to find out his fucking father uh stole a bunch of money from his nursery and now they're they're in so much debt and now they're using him they're saying that he's going to pay with his body uh for his father mistakes i don't know what the fuck that means what yeah apparently some etchy shit so I don't think I'm gonna keep watching it, but I'm gonna see episode two just to find out what the fuck you mean. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on from that. You wanna go to Zom? Let's hit Zom 100. What'd you think of the first episode of Zom 100, Montelli Main? Uh, I can very much see why it's. I can see it. I can see why people hyped it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hear me out. I feel that way sometimes too. <laughs> I ain't gotta, if, if it's just a zombie apocalypse, I ain't got to go to work ever again. That would be dope. Um, luckily, I'm not in that position anymore. But I can see why this show is hyped. Um, I think it looks visually entertaining. Concept is is actually kind of cool, but they didn't give us enough to really like say what's the direction for this in the first episode. But they gave us enough to just let you know if you might be interested, I guess. But we'll see in the second episode. Yeah. So for me, like very beautiful show, a great main character. I like I like what I'm seeing from the main character so far. But the beginning drug on a little too long. They kind of they kind of uh, I get why they did it, though. They wanted to get you to the point of that. That uh, gloom and then monochrome feeling that he was feeling right so they slowly they take it up to this eager kid who's ready to learn at this new job and everything is vi- bright and vibrant and now it slowly starts to take away at his mental and he, and he becomes a, a, a cog in a machine of this company that is god awful yeah and that was cool that was interesting to see that but, was dope. but the problem is it just went too long just too long because um once it like once it kind of like got into the meat of what Zom is I'm like no this shit is fucking cool like him using his rugby abilities to kind of move around and navigate and shit like that like him seeing his his old crush with his old boss that was fucking cool like all Mm -hmm. of that shit was neat when it got to that point him running away from the zombies with the beautiful colors and the gorgeous animation all that shit was so fire it just took 17 minutes to get there yeah and again it, it just the beginning of it overstayed is welcome just a little bit too long but that transition the payoff i guess was worth it in the end so i think once again you're thinking similar to me and and this is what this is what i would have i guess what what made sense to me is if they would have they could have just cut out like five minutes of that earlier yes like conversation by just saying something like as you know a lot of video game companies and other companies of this sort have extreme or extreme labor laws and whatever and have been like they could just like make it relevant to today 
Yeah. And they could have moved on past that and just showed us the stuff that we needed to see. And then we could have got there. They could have cut out so much of that meat and potatoes or that unnecessary. That was just unnecessary fluff for some of it. Fat, yeah. And gave us a little bit more in this this progress with him navigating the town and even giving us maybe let's say like a another character to develop with to see what the forward progress is going to be like. Yeah. So again, I think I think you hit some right on the head, like the nail right on the head. Five minutes, just shave off five minutes. And that episode, this episode would have been a hundred, a 10 out of 10 on a Mike Check Waifu Waifu scale for me personally, because the music was great. The animation was great. The characters were great. The fucking, the plot that it was even telling leading up to the payoff was fantastic. It's just the pacing, man. The pacing brought this, like the pacing by itself, while everything else was a 10, the pacing was a six. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's essentially what it, what it was when it came to this particular episode. Now I know for the rest of this, it's probably going to be fucking fire, like because now <laughs> we're just now we're just going right. So the rest of this is probably going to be perfect, uh, not perfect, but amazing. Because I'm already feeling like it's it's, it's pretty good right now. Um, at an, an average score of sixty nine percent, nice, nice. But I'm looking forward to it because I I like I was very very impressed with the second half of that. Like again, because it was seventeen minutes of just pure kind of repetitive again I, I, I know that was the point of it it was the point of it was to repeat and show the mundaneness and 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 slowly transition it to the monochromy look of it like I get their aesthetic and everything that they were trying to do it was too much it was too long mm-hmm. and with that man oh uh, sorry I know this ain't a heavy hitter but my tiny senpai Episode mm-hmm. two got a lot better. I watched the entire thing with a fucking smile on my face. Oh, I was smiling the entire time. Super cute. That's not, definitely a lot. Yeah, not a must watch, but super cute show. All right. Uh, and I guess with that, we take a quick break, man. We're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, we spoiling. I say JJK first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bleach second. Jobless reincarnation third. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back after this.
second. Welcome back to episode 210 of My Check Waifu Waifu. Two reminders. One, 216 is a live streamed episode. It's going to be a live stream episode on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. Be there or be square. Um, that's one. Two, for those of you that are Patreon producers, I don't know if you guys noticed, but you are in the description of this video on YouTube as well as the show notes. To just, just as a credit, basically as a, as a, another way of thanking you for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. So, take a look at your the the, the about the the first thing you see is the uh, the Patreon producers down there um, for the last I think four or five episodes. So we want to thank you guys so much for that support. And we, we're going to keep giving you guys more and more perks as you continue to produce this and many other episodes. So uh, keep supporting us that way, and we're going. We're going to try to keep giving back to y'all. So thank y'all so much for that. Got a surprise for y'all coming up soon. All right. Now, as far as spoiler talk, the first thing we're going to spoil is JJK. JJK is back, baby. Mm-hmm. It's back. And obviously, for those of you that didn't read the manga, season two is pretty much a um, kind of a, what'd you call it? A flashback of Gojo's past. Uh, at least the start of it is this is this no it's not okay but is this like zero no we so we had to watch the movie zero first right yeah and then then we come into this but uh yeah which is exactly how i read it obviously if you, the right if you read the manga this is very very cookie cutter um yeah. we we basically get to see what is it gojo and it wasn't ghetto. What was his name again? His other dude. I always forget his fucking name. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, get, 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 ghetto or some shit. Ghetto. All right. So um, basically, uh, they are the two strongest of the students at the time, carrying out missions like in the other student would. It's only like six and, of them. Yeah, yeah, but some of the strongest there. They also have their their uh, woman character counterpart as well. Which I actually thought she was pretty cool in general. Yeah, that, that uh, whole that whole scene in them in that mansion at at the very start of this was beautiful. Yeah, Mappa fucking blew that shit out of the water as always. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, in general, but yeah, uh, yeah. this uh, how how do we break into this? Do we want to break it down kind of like what bit by bit? Nah, not really. Um, again, it's just it's just it's it's showing. It's showing how Gojo was in the past and why his cohorts in present day from season one really don't fuck with him. Like, I get it. He's kind of a douche. He's kind of a, a big douchebag. Um, Ironically enough, he's less of a douchebag now, but still, yeah. <laughs> still a douchebag. Yeah, and and it was like, it's so crazy to see the transition from what he was to what he then becomes. Because you have to, you have to, it's so hard to fucking talk about this because we read the manga, but you have to assume something's going to happen that's going to cause that character switch to where he isn't as um, arrogant and, I mean, he's still arrogant, but he's arrogant for the reasons why it's necessary because he knows the truth. In his younger years, he was arrogant in the way of just pure self-indulgent narcissism. It was just like, Almost villainy, you know what I'm saying? Like it felt kind of villainy. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah. they're tasked with a mission of killing um, something that can literally destroy the entire world. Yeah, basically, the, uh, 
the the barrier that protects the jujitsu school is upheld by one of the founders essentially i can't remember exactly what his name is but he 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 uses his entirety of his spiritual power essentially to project a barrier that keeps the school safe right um and after 500 years i think something like that it's crazy we read it and watched it and we can't remember yes it's it's copy and paste it, so we just like okay well we know these details already 500 years after 500 years basically the 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 body needs to be uh essentially swapped and it'll reset the time limit onto how many years he can actually uphold this barrier which is imperative for the um the jiu-jitsu uh for for the jiu-jitsu school uh jiu-jitsu kaizen school but basically that's what uh that's what the the motive is here and they're they're tasked with protecting her um until that day comes until they can swap it over yeah while they have while they incur a bunch of other uh you can call them jujutsu spinoff people or whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to call them i don't know what you want to call them um, but other people that are trying to just basically take that that essential power for themselves and and, and use it for uh, self indulgent gains. But uh, again, <laughs> this goes into what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Reading it and for something to be so accurate, I kind of glossed through it too, man. I watched it like this shit is pretty as fuck. I love watching this. I love looking at it. But I'm like, I already saw it, so yeah. it's just like I don't know. Man. I don't. Like I don't, it's not that I don't care, but I'm just kind of ready to see the see the shit hap, shit pop off. Like I'm so it, glad that it's back because I fucking love this show. I yeah, really do. It, it still has a nice flow to it. Like if you watch Absolutely. it, it has, it has an amazing flow. Like they clearly, clearly love this show that they're making. Yes. Um. So, I mean, it's 100 percent still worth watching. It's just you know, reading it makes it. It's so many details that we just kind of glossed over because we've already read it. We've already been there. And I, and, I, and I feel like that sucks because we normally, like, when it comes to spoiler talk for Demon Slayer, we're like fucking in it. We're involved. But now, yeah. now it's hard to kind of dance around. And or when it's just one of us that read, like you for my hero and me that didn't. And me kind of talking and kind of shooting shit with you from a, from a different perspective and you knowing more. But now that both of us read it and it's so manga accurate that it's like, mm, you know, I don't really know what this for one manga adaptation. Is yeah. crazy. I don't want to spoil people by going a little bit further ahead and saying some stuff that's going to happen. Exactly. So I'm like kind of dancing around and tiptoeing. I fucking hate that. This just makes me it just solidifies the fact that I don't want to read shit. I just want to watch it. Cause read, I mean, I don't want to read shit that's not coming out. I want to read shit that's not coming out as an anime, but I don't want to read shit that's popular and that I love, like Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, and even Fire Force for that matter. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to read that shit because watching it and then having these conversations are the best. It's what we do. We it's what we done for four years till yeah. four years we did this shit and. Like I feel like I'm I'm letting people down with not really being able to say much about something that was so fantastic. Like, and, it has and a, the only reason that we can't say much is because you know we're trying to keep from saying too much. Exactly, it has an 85 average score, and that's not for nothing, man. 
for the first time this isn't some overhyped bullshit that the internet spills this show is fantastic i can't stress that on enough and i loved every second of what i watched but it's like what i watched it's yeah. not surprising i'm not surprised by it at all so i'm just looking forward to the point where i get i don't think i'm get to the point where i didn't read until like probably season three or four yeah and, and to unfortunate. make to make one thing clear, it is a. I think that first episode is definitely worth eighty five percent, but I mm-hmm. think this show is worth more than eighty five percent. We <laughs> gave show, it a nine point eight. So yeah, I was the show as it as an entity is definitely better than a nine point eight, or definitely better than eight point five, and definitely worth a nine point eight. Even after reading everything we've read, yeah. it is fire. <laughs> as the internet like to say, it's peak fiction. It's definitely. Yeah. Sadly, it is. It's have to agree with internet this one. Yeah, it's definitely top tier. So sorry again, we can't talk much about it, but we enjoy it. We think you will too. Moving on, Bleach is back, baby. <laughs> oh my God, it's back! What the fuck? Okay, I said this on Twitter. I'm gonna say this now. The fact that Bleach just doesn't waste your fucking time anymore. Ever like, in the past, it used to because it was a it was a fucking Studio Periot, long form, 175 episodes, whatever the case may be. This is different. This is different, and it feels different, and it just feels, it just flows. The pacing, 10 out of 10 on the Mike Check Waifu Waifu scale. Because we got literally everything we need. We got what Ichigo is working on right now. We got the rem- the, the, um, the recovery of the Soul Society, basically, after the attack. We got uh, Chad and Inoue fucking trying to get their grind on too and then we find out what Uryu decided to do which we knew from the end of the last season that he decided to go with Yawach whatever the fuck his name is y- Yawach yeah. I, I haven't listened to his name dubbed yet so I don't. I still don't know what it is but it, it, fucking all of that in one episode man It's it was a lot it was a lot and I fucking loved it man I loved it <laughs> Get to seeing uh uh what's I can't even think of his name right now. You watch his new uh successor yeah um, take over Uyu yeah to get to see Uyu take over that uh mantle more or less and even getting to ask the questions as to why yeah it kind of gave us that in like an exposition dump but I, I I'm glad they did because it was quick yeah and it's like I love exactly that it's like they did it all in a quick manner. But made they wrapped up a lot of basically everything, so we can. This episode is just a starting point, and it feels like we're gonna skip straight like past the BS and get straight to the action to the shit, bro. Yeah, at the end of this, I mean, sorry to kind of go through to the end, but it wasn't much happening. I kind of said it at the beginning. Everybody's training. Everybody is in their separate way training right now. The social society is finally recovered for the most part. And as soon as they finally recover for the most part, you're watching the goons pull up. They pull up fucking deep. They destroy the, uh, the, uh, Serigay, what does it call it? I forget the name of the- Seratai? Seratai. We're probably saying that wrong, forgive us, but they destroy that shit and they're just in it now. They're just fucking in it. And it's, this is episode one of part two, the separation. Like- now they're about to fucking fight next episode. There's no like what else could you do? It's it's all it's already in the shit. And man, I got a feeling it's gonna be another L for, for the Soul Society. 
Very much so, but hear me out. I feel like they're going to hold that L. And while they they taking that L, Ichigo is gonna be training, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ichigo is gonna he's gonna be training, and he's gonna come back and he's gonna be like, all right, look, y'all had y'all L, but show y'all what W look like, and we expect Ichigo to pop off the way that he does. Um, it's, <laughs> it's about to go crazy, man. It's about to go so crazy. I think what I think is gonna happen too is that I think they're gonna fight a lot better. I think everybody gonna get their one on ones. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, and it's gonna be a, a more uh, even fight because you can't go two times in a row where the Soul Society is just getting fucking slaughtered. You can't. The first one was reasonable because they had the element of surprise. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This time, the Soul Society was was training for it. We don't even know how much time passed. I think they said like what nine days. Ooh, that shit crazy, man. This is wild. Maybe time is different. Maybe it's like the hyperbolic time chamber where each guy is. 900 years. Nope. 900 years, he got his what back? 90 days, his, he got his, his life his, back. Yeah, and he, he got his breath back. 90 days, he got his motion back? Or, I don't, I don't fucking either know. Way, nine days, he he destroys everything. So we got to <laughs> see what happens. Right. That's nine days is here, and, and it's time for uh, Ichigo to pop out and show uh, show us what he's been working on. So, quick gut check: Is Ichigo gonna fight Uryu this next episode? No, no, I do. I think they're gonna yeah. clash. You a think bit. so? Yeah, I think. I think that's gonna happen. Too good. I feel like that's that's too good to be true. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out first. Oh God! How nah, I said it. I think what's going to happen is that he's going to come out, he's going to class with Udiyu, and he's going to try to, he's going to say, what are you doing, Udiyu? We're friends. Why are we fighting? Boom, 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 boom. But while this is all happening, the Soul Society and the um, the Quincy's are fucking popping off down there, and mm-hmm. the Quincy's are starting to lose. So, while Ichigo and Udiyu is fighting, uh, Ichigo is probably going to pop off too, and then Udiyu and Iwash is going to call for a retreat. To regather and and and, and it's kind of gonna be like a draw type situation, you know what I mean? And then they're gonna not. Then it's when we find out that them beefing, uh, what the, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is Ichigo is gonna go through that depression stage of why is my friend doing this type thing, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's where he's gonna have to mentally break through and, and figure out a way for the next time they clash. To be ready to take out Udiyu or whatever he got to do, so I think it's going to be a clash. It's going to be a, a even bout. It's going to be two Kamehameha blasts coming together and basically imploding, and nobody getting hurt. At least so far. I mean, some you know some fucking basic soul eaters, soul reapers, and some basic fucking uh, Quincy people gonna get smoked. But who cares about them, right? I'm just talking about like the main shit, the main captains and shit. They're gonna be more ready this time. Yeah, I don't think the captain's gonna show up until the end, right? Like, and I, the only reason I say they'll show up at the end of this season specifically is because I think the that season or the episode, this season, damn. Because I think that exactly what you said, right? The captain's got to show up and show out after having a bankai stolen, all that kind of stuff. I think uh, I'm thinking of like the the science. Uh, Captain, the one who, who mm. got the weird body thing. Yeah, I feel like he he come out. He's gonna as soon as he show up, it's, it's dub. It's over. So I feel like 
this next clash with them is going to have to be, it's not going to be as one-sided. And like you said, I think the little, the little small units are going to fall off, but the, the captains show up and that's going to where that's, that'll be where it's kind of like they get overrun. Cause yes. like now the captains know what they're looking at. And that's when the, the, uh, Quincy's will get, uh, washed. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. How many episodes of this do we got? Thirteen. So it's it's basically core one and core two. Now is that it though? Like is it over after that? I, mean, I guess we'll find out if there's a part three and part four. Like uh, Attack on Titan. I mean, because this is a whole arc. I don't know if I don't know if they even said a final season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. Okay, I love it. I'm loving it so far. Obviously, Bleach is back, baby. Um, so maybe do we uh maybe move one of the newer shows to spoilers talk next time, and then do a Bleach talk every couple episodes like we used to every other episode. Yeah, we can definitely get that get that to go, so we can open up some space for some other stuff. Yeah, for some newer summer stuff instead of it all being returning. I'm down for that. And then last but not least, spoiler talk, which is probably going to be in spoiler talk forever. It's Jobless Reincarnation, bro. Episode one. Broken hearted Mitch. Bro, man, yes. Like, imagine after the situation that you've been through. Not only losing the big green guy, I forget his name. Um Yeah, I forget his name. Oh, oh yeah, Rudert. But then you're left alone with uh from Ares after literally after Y'all make love, basically, which is weird because I think they're cousins. Uh, yeah, like down down the line, <laughs> very yeah, down the line cousins, which is fucking weird. But whatever, I digress. But after that happens, like you're alone in this world, no mom, no. I mean, your dad is elsewhere across the uh, continents, and now you have no one. So that depression that he's going through is absolutely real, bro. And I feel him. Uh, and he, it, it's, it feels like he keeps getting separated from people he cares about. Yep. Um, and he ends up in these situations where he's alone, which obviously sucks, especially when you know <laughs> how many hundreds of thousands of miles your people are away. Or could be away, yeah. Could be away. They could be literally anywhere. Um. But to see him kind of have that that snap out moment, yes. And especially when they they were getting overrun by the the black grizzlies and the the mm-hmm. white grizzlies, to see Rudy say, "You know what? I can step up and do this. Let me stop being in my in my feelings." Um, it Rudy is that dude, bro. Rudy Straight is up. that dude. It's crazy. Um, because the whole time he was he was trying to tell girl. So I can fight the front lines. And she's like, no, you're not. You're a mage. I can, I can do support. No, you don't know how people move. And it, it, the whole time we for, keep forgetting Rudy is a goat. Like, why y'all not letting him do the things that he's supposed to do? But they don't know. So it yeah, makes sense. They literally have no clue that he can heal. He can fight up close. Or he can fucking, <laughs> he can range him down. They just know that he can, he can spell without incantations from what he told him at the start of it. But Still, man, he's he's fucking you. You tend to forget that he's unbelievable, unbelievable because he don't he don't really do much. He hasn't really done much. Um, 
And, and to see what he can do is like a legend, essentially. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. So I, man, I absolutely love what what this is doing so far. What Jobless Reincarnation Two does so well, and Jobless Reincarnation in general does, is that it could just not have any music, and just purely for the atmospheric feel of everything. They don't do they don't do intros. I don't remember them doing an intro in season one either to be to be fair i think they may have one but i don't i don't remember it and they just go it just goes you know what i'm saying and it oh i i love the way it flows man it's beautiful yeah 100 percent. they cue the music and you don't even know the music is playing you just in the zone yep it's one of the most atmospheric beautiful creative shows i've i've i think i've ever watched for sure um Gut check for next episode, man. What's about to happen? It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, because you never fucking know. No, I'm normally, um, normally I say I think it is it episode. I think it's it's always what. Okay, so what this show does is that it's always a certain amount of episodes where something happens, something major happens. It's either majorly good or majorly bad. So, for instance. The very first core at the midway point, that's when we got the teleportation. Um, yeah, I think it's the, no, I think it's the, all oh, the end of the, is it the end of the first core or is it the end of the first half of the core? I can't remember. But I know it, it something happens either at the core um, break or the halfway point where it's something major, like something drastic in the entire world changes. And it kind of yeah. leads to more scenarios happen. So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what the next major event or plot point is going to be for this particular situation that we're in now. You know? Yeah. Because there are there's a lot of details they didn't give us back yet. Yep. Yep. So um, my my good check would be that they Rudius gets more lay of the land. Um, and he gets comfortable, maybe. I'm not going to say comfortable, but I feel like he's going to get news from far away. Ooh. Uh, and it's going to be something that he overheard, obviously. But I think, I feel like he'll get news from far away and it's going to be in the same direction that, these, that they're already traveling to kind of thing. Uh, which I guess might sound convenient, but I feel like these people are always moving in the first place because Rudius doesn't have the... I'm I'm like just thinking about the 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 the, the direction of the show, and I'm not gonna say knowledge. He doesn't have the, yeah. You could even say knowledge, but because yeah. he doesn't know where he's at to stay still. Yep. He has to keep moving to get to people he knows and get back to where he's trying to go. He has to keep getting that knowledge to keep moving. So yeah, I, I guess you could say that he doesn't have the ability to stay still because he has to. He always has something else he's looking for. So. Yeah. So, my gut check is this. I'm going to put episode zero and one together. Mm-hmm. Episode zero, that Empress girl and Selfie was walking in a snowy area. Episode one, Rudeus and is now in a snowy area. I, I don't remember if in episode zero they said where they were headed to. But I do know in episode one, Rudeus is already in somewhere called the North something or whatever or, mm-hmm. or another. So... With that being said, I think this is where next episode they may meet up. Sylvia and Rudius. And that's going to be a major 
major thing because I got a feeling they both won't recognize each other or maybe, yeah, they both won't recognize each other because obviously Sophie's hair is white now and and Sophie hasn't seen Rudy since he was five. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when that happens though. And I can't wait for it. I'm here for it. Oh man, they might they might not reveal that they know each other until the end of the season, right? Or mm. end of the It'd be very, 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 very strong point that that might happen. But to be honest, man, I'm gonna keep it real with you till I'm What's at that? Polo Borfly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias, including Threads at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Twitter, on Instagram, Instagram at Mike Check Waifu on uh, Twitter. And I might check wife wife on TikTok. And as always, Mike, 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 check, 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 One, two, one, two. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?